It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hi, GGB gang. This is Ange and Ari, and we have a question for you guys. Do you want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one so easily, and then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup's like, whether you're at home or in the studio, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, you guys, it has changed the game. I mean, we're able to do video podcasts without just having to do audio podcasts. And we're able to do Q&As and polls at the end. And it has just brought us so close to you guys and really created a community feel. So we really recommend that you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. We love you. God bless you. Hi, Hi guys. guys. GGB, GGB baby. All right, guys, we have something to show you. We're losing our minds about it. We have merch. merch. Jesus merch. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm so, I mean, Me we too. still have like work to do on them, right? Yeah, no, but, but this is our first sweatshirt and I'm obsessed. He's so cute. Look at this, he? look at this. GGB with a little dove. And if you didn't know, the dove symbolizes the Holy Spirit. So it's just like means everything and to us. And then we have the scripture in the back. Can what we see it I sitting down? Wait, can I? Wait, wait let wait, me see. Wait. I don't even remember oh what it was. <laughs> Proverbs 3, to f- 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all oh, your ways, Lord. trust in him. him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get out of here. Bye. Guys, I can't wait until we put this out. We have been wanting to make... Ari is so... If you guys didn't know, Ari has a brand already. It's called Ari Body Plug. And it's so cute. She has the cutest clothing and she's so, she does this. She does designing and does merch and like all that stuff. So I'm she, sorry. You look so cute in this sweatshirt right now. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I love it. I love it so all much. Right. I love anything that has Jesus's face on it. So we'll get these out as soon as we can. Love you guys. Love all the support on the pod and everything. What are we talking about today? Well, first, we're going to read from the Bible. We're going to read the story on Peter and Judas. So we are going to talk about betrayal and forgiveness. I've been thinking for a while what we should do for our next episode. And I really feel like God kept putting on my heart like betrayal, betrayal, Mm -hmm. betrayal. And I was like, all right, well, what what about it? And then he was like, Peter, like the Bible, there's so many stories on betrayal. And we also asked you guys to ask us some questions. So we have a lot to talk about. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, get out your Bibles. Yeah, I have my Bible on my phone today. Of Beautiful. Course. I mean, everybody does. Nobody. It's, uh, worse. it's uh, what a blessing it is to be able to have Seriously, your Bible. Seriously, you have phone. no excuse not to have the Bible. Truly. Sorry. All right. Um, so we're gonna start in Matthew chapter twenty-six, and I'm in New King James Version, but it's the plot to kill Jesus. 
And we're going to go all the way to chapter 26, verse 14, and it's Judas agrees to betray Jesus. So by the way, Judas is one of Jesus's 12 disciples. Mm -hmm. Um, He's been walking with Jesus for about three years. And can you believe it? Imagine walking with Jesus side by side, learning from him, being one of his his best friends, and then betraying him. It's so weird. Um, So it's then one of the 12 called Judas went to the chief priests and said, what are you willing to give me if I deliver Jesus to you? And they counted out to him 30 pieces of silver. And so from that time, he saw opportunity to betray him. So basically, Judas was going to tell the guards Jesus's whereabouts, and he was doing it for 30 pieces of silver. And I looked it up. That's about like 200 bucks today's time. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, we go down a little bit to verse 21, and and it's Jesus was eating with them, and he says, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. And each of them began to say to Jesus, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, he who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. Can you imagine? He already knew. He knew the whole time. And he's sitting there eating with the disciples. He's feeding them, giving them. And he's like, one of you that's eating with me right now is going to betray me. Mm-hmm. And then he says, but woe to that man, sadness to that man by whom the son of man is betrayed. It would have been good for him if he had not been born. Insane. Anyways, we go down to Jesus predicts Peter's denial. It's chapter 26, verse 31. Then Jesus said to them, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. And then Peter answers it. Peter answered and said to him, even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble, says Peter. And Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you that this night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Mm -hmm. Peter said to him, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. So here's the thing about betrayal. A lot of the time, like... Peter loved Jesus. He never thought that he would deny him or betray him. Like he literally says, I I will die with you before I ever betray you. But when the going gets tough is when our character is really exposed. True. You know? Yeah. And then we move on to Matthew 26, 47, betrayal and arrest in Gethsemane. And while Jesus was speaking... Judas, one of the twelve, came with a great multitude of swords and clubs with the chief priests and elders of the people. Now his betrayer had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I kiss, Jesus is the one. Seize him. Immediately Judas went up to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. So when he was betraying him, he literally went up to his face acting nice Mm -hmm. and kissed him on the cheek. It be the people closest to you. Mm Watch out. <laughs> and I will say in another, in one of the other gospels before a little while back, it says that before um, Judas betrayed him, it says Satan came upon him. Mm-hmm. So Satan like went in and influenced him yes. to do that. So I always think sometimes that when someone is treating you badly or you're mad at them or you have conflict or something is going on and they're not treating you well. I always, it helps me have compassion for them when I think I need to not be mad at them, but I need to be mad at the evil that's influencing them to act this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And now Matthew 26, 69, Peter denies Jesus and weeps bitterly. So basically three different times people were coming up to Peter being like, hey, aren't you that guy that was with Jesus? And he says, 
um, I don't know what you're saying. He says, I do not know the man. And then he says, he cursed and said, I do not know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed and Peter remembered the word of Jesus who had said to him before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So he went out and wept bitterly. And then the last part of this that I think is one of the most important parts is um, Matthew 27, verse 3, Judas hangs himself. Then, yeah. right? Then Judas, Jesus' betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. So Judas went to the guards being like, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is not, he's innocent. I'm wrong. Please, like, let's, I, I'll return the money, but just give me Jesus back. Mm-hmm. And the chief said, what is that to us? You see to it. Mm-hmm. And then Judas threw down the pieces of silver in the temple, departed, and went and hung himself. Yeah. That's why forgiveness is so important. Mm -hmm. To forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Repent. Forgive. Exactly. Wow. What do you think about all that? (laughs) Well, I... You know what's so funny about this story of Judas is that, like, I I love the gospel so much. I've read them many, many times. And I, I, because I love the story of Jesus's life. Whenever I get to the part of Judas betraying Jesus, I get so upset, Ariel. I have like a visceral reaction to it. Like if I met Judas, I would fight him. Like I, <laughs> I get so upset. And then I, hum- and then you think about Jesus. I think about giving you us. Exactly. And then I, I humbly remember that I betrayed Jesus Every day for free mm-hmm. by my actions, my behaviors, the things I say, the things I do. And it, it really helps me then have compassion for Judas of being like the enemy is so crafty and he's so smart that he goes to our weaknesses. And that's how he gets into us. Like you can be as strong as you want in Christ, but you have to be aware of your weaknesses because that's where he's going to hit you. Yeah. If you're an insecure person, he's going to hit you in your insecurity. If you're a greedy person, he'll probably be like, hey, betray this person for 30 pieces of silver. Absolutely. You know, betrayal is one of the biggest wounds of a lot of people's lives, Um, especially when you're betrayed by somebody close to you. And that's often when betrayal hurts the most because you don't really care if somebody you don't love betrays you. Um, What's your take on betrayal? Well, betrayal, uh, betrayal has put a rage inside my heart this past year that I can't even describe to you. Mm -hmm. It's brought me to my knees. It's broken me to a point where I didn't even think I was going to come back from it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you saw me this past year. I was so broken. I got so betrayed by someone I loved more than anything in the world. Mm And so I had to really learn betrayal and what forgiveness is. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the fallout from that betrayal? Because it's not just the betrayal that is bad, because then it leaves you with a bunch of scars, right? Like trust issues and you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. it, and it will like manifest itself in other ways that you're not even aware of. Yeah. Um, I think wounds... You, be, you stay victimized, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay to have scars. We have scars. That is what makes us. That is what builds our character. That is what why 
a lot of the times God brings us Mm -hmm. these betrayals. And I know that's why he brought me through this betrayal, to promote me and to where he wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. And if where I am right now in my life, bring me through that betrayal all over again. Mm -hmm. Because the person that it made me now... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that betrayal. Thank you. You know, you say you say scars. I feel like when you think of wounds, I love that you just said that about wounds versus scars because wounds are open. Wounds you can pick That's at right. and wounds are like our triggers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're wounded if you're easily triggered by something. That's right. But when you have scars, just like Jesus has scars in his hands and in his feet from the nails and being nailed to the cross, scars are a testament of what you've been through and coming out on the other side of it. Yeah, of course. And so scars are actually, they're a good thing. Once you've healed them, once the scar is healed and you've done the work to heal them. And one massive way of doing that work is through forgiveness. Yeah, of course. I have um, a couple Bible verses, if you don't mind, I read on forgiveness that are just like, first, I want to say that the Greek word forgiveness is actually translated literally to let go. Yeah. And I'm so big on just letting go. I feel like my life motto is just, it is what it is. Let it go. You know what I mean? Because what else can you do? Yeah. Um, forgiveness is like unselfish love. Like in the Bible, it says that love, true love keeps no record of wrongs. And that's how you forgive. You can't keep record of wrongs. Um Colossians 3.13 says, If one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, you also must forgive. Luke 23.24 says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Jesus literally said that on the cross. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind, compassionate Mm -hmm. to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Matthew 6, 14 to 15 says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Last one, Matthew 18, 21 to 22 says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Mm-hmm. And there's another passage that says, like, if um, if somebody has betrayed you seven times in a day. And you repent. If they repent. Yeah, exactly. If they repent, you must forgive them seven times yeah. that same day. And forgiveness is not easy. Mm. So I wanted to touch upon something, too. Um, and this is something that I love. Even when Jesus was hanging on the cross, he begged God to have mercy on the men who were killing him. And while they were nailing him to the cross, he prayed over and over again, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And I love when he says that. Because someone who can't take accountability, say, you know, um, you don't get the apology that you want to. They abandon you. They leave you. Sometimes people can't even face themselves. Mm -hmm. How can they possibly face you? Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you're not right. Mm -hmm. You're not right inside. So you're not going to do right. Mm -hmm. You're not going to, you're not going to get, give an apology. You're not going to be good inside. You're not going to have joy and be able to do right. So you have to just 
you pray for them. Mm -hmm. And the minute I started changing my mindset on that and I started praying instead of feeling anger inside, that is when everything changed in my life. I mean, how do you forgive someone who Mm -hmm. does that to you? Um, Only through Jesus. Only through Jesus. And the minute I started changing my perspective and praying for them and saying, God, work on their hearts. Something's not right. I think about myself. I couldn't imagine abandoning someone, leaving them, not giving someone an apology, not being there when they're down. So I just, I I think that's a great way to look at it when you, for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. truly. My heart right now. So many people have that literal same story that you just said. Like, what, what, how do you forgive somebody when they didn't apologize to you? And that's why forgiveness is never for the, we know this, forgiveness is never for the other person. It's for you. It is. How do you forgive someone who hasn't apologized? You take it to the Lord, you take it to Jesus, you pray about it. You ask him to put that forgiveness in your heart. Yeah, and and it's and, and there's so many reasons why to forgive the but the first one is because Jesus loves us so much. He doesn't just want you to forgive someone to heal them. He wants you to heal you, the wound in you. You know? In other words, it's not to set that person free, it's to set you free. Mm-hmm. And the minute you realize God isn't going to bring you through a betrayal he doesn't think you can get through, he's not. He, I, I can assure you on this. I now know why God brought me through this betrayal. Mm-hmm. And like I just said a couple minutes ago, I would go through it all over again. Mm-hmm. Who I am now because of this betrayal, I mean, I'm truly, I tr- he truly built me into the woman that I really was supposed to be. Yeah. I love this girl that you are. <laughs> Yo, why am I crying in the club right now? <laughs> it's just. You are such a true testament of like being God's daughter. And, you know, I, I was telling Angie this because. You know, we've been getting a lot of backlash, obviously, from this podcast, you know, how we're not modest enough and stuff. And I was telling her, you know, I didn't talk about it. I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't have my family bringing me to church every Sunday. I'm really just starting my faith out and I'm learning every single day. And I'm I, I, I do feel I am a true testament of how you can change your life and how you can get better. I had to find God through the darkest storm of my life. And it was through betrayal. Um, And so, I don't know. I just... I'm so proud of you. Can I, can I read? It's so funny. Everything you just said, I saw a quote that I wrote down earlier because I was so obsessed with it. And it goes exactly with what you said. The devil whispered in your ear, you are not strong enough to withstand the storm. Today, you whisper back, In Christ Jesus, I am the storm. What you sent to break me, God is using to make me more like Jesus. Can you believe it? I love that. Where did you? So sick. I don't know. I just I heard it when I was listening to something. I love that so much. It's so true. Like I, I want to get to like the questions and everything because I feel like we can answer more in there. But, but through betray, like Jesus. 
When you get betrayed by somebody, you have to understand that Jesus's 12 best friends, he is the sovereign God. He's the Lord of everything. He's the king of the universe. And they knew that they bowed down to him. Mm -hmm. They loved him. He gave them life. Like Peter literally said, I will die before I ever deny you. All 12 of them ran away when it was time for him to get killed. Mm -hmm. Some of them like locked themselves in a basement. Mm -hmm. Like they ran all betrayed. And you have to remember, and I hope that it, if, if it could be any consolation and comfort to you, that everything you've ever been through, Jesus has as well. All the suffering that you've, you will ever endure in your life, Jesus went through as well. He, he suffered as well on the cross, everything you ever felt. So you have to understand that he will let bad things happen to you, but you will be better from it if you let him. Yes. If you let him, if you submit to him, he will use every, I know for a fact in my life, I am at a place where I'm truly grateful for every bad thing that has ever happened to me. I'm grateful for every betrayal I've ever been through. And I have nothing but love for those people. Yeah. Nothing like truly, I don't even have an ounce of, there's not one person in my life that I have resentment for. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, who am I to not forgive them when God so it has so much mercy and so much grace to forgive me every single day of my life that I mess up throughout the day from the second I wake up to the second I go to sleep. Who am I to not forgive them? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If you have faith and you surrender to him and you let him, he uses the mess that messed over you to take you to your destiny. Trust me when I tell you that. I just felt the Wait, Holy Ghost inside yo, me right yo, now. Who do you think you are? <laughs> when did you become a pastor? <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I really, I can't believe, uh, we've said this before and I'll say it again. I can't believe there's ever times where we can be going through the most like trivial minuscule thing and it be we think that it's the end of the world and god is looking at us like you are aware that i like created all of this yeah and i will handle this situation so yeah. what are you talking about yeah here's my question to you because yeah. this is something that i hmm. <laughs> so do you believe that everything is meant to be or do you believe that God will put someone in your life and you have free will if you're going to screw it up or not? What is your take on that? <clears throat> so I think that it's 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 really interesting and it's really like it's almost hard for our brains to grasp because it's so out there. But it's like we simultaneously both have free will. And God is also sovereign and in control of everything. So the way that I see it is God has a plan for our life and he has a will. He has a good and perfect will for our lives. But we also have free will. So it's up to us whether we want to walk in that free will or not. And it's like it's kind of like he's always there and he's always waiting for us to invite him into our situation. But like I think people don't really know that we have to give God legal rights to enter our situation. He wants us and he pursues us and he'll knock on the door and he'll like chase after us. Mm -hmm. But he cannot, he does not, he's like a gentleman, like he will not intrude on our lives. We have to invite him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, he does have control if we give him the permission to have control. Do you get what I mean? I do, I do. So it's like, as long as we invite him in, he is in control. But yeah, there is the question of like, what is um, like destiny versus 
um, us making our own decisions. Right. And I think that they coexist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that, like, God, I know that God wrote out my story and has, like, a beautiful story from my life and has from the very beginning. And, like, I'll walk on it and I'll go and I'll come back and then I go and then I'll you know what I mean and it's like when I'm in his will not that everything is perfect but I have all the things peace joy love everything when I step out of his will is when like chaos ensues and I'm just like ah this is not good um so yeah I think I think it's both I think he has he's fully in control but he doesn't want us to be robots he didn't create us to be robots he gave us free will yeah but I'm sure there's so there there's women that are like you know their their heads just go go go. What did I do wrong? Could I have done this? So yeah. that's why I think people probably wonder that. Yeah, I know I, f- I did. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know I've made so many mistakes in my life, and I've definitely messed things up. But what I will say is that allowing Jesus in my life, He Romans eight twenty eight said. And he will use everything that I've ever done wrong and use it for my good. Like, I make a mistake, he cleans it up. That's that's, right. ki- that's just how it goes. But but why does he clean it up? Because he loves me and he forgives me. And why does he forgive you? Because he loves me. He loves you and? <laughs> why are you quizzing me? <laughs> you, she does this all the time, by the way. She'll quiz me and I go along with it. Nervous? And then I'll realize, I'll, I'm like, wait, you're not, like, what am I doing right wait, now? what? Because you repent. Yes. You repent. I do. That is Let's the one talk thing about repentance. Yeah. Um, so to repent, that actual definition of repentance is to make a 180. It's to turn away, to turn away from the sin. And I think when people hear the word repent, they think like, oh, weird, like church Catholic stuff. And it's just like repentance is so unbelievably important. Um, I think... To really walk with God and to be close to Jesus, you have to repent from mm-hmm. your sins and mm-hmm. all that. And I know what repentance looks like for me is when I do mess up and I do do something and I am on the wrong track, I take it to Jesus. I pray and I say, Lord, I repent from this. I make a 180 from it. I hate it. I hate the sin. I let it go. It is not my friend. It says in the Bible, like, you cannot you cannot like uh, separate from your sin as long as it's your friend. So I say, it's not my friend. Get it off of me. Get it away from me. And I want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And so you have to do that in order to like really separate yourself from the bad like that. Do you repent? I do. Um, God's given me so much grace for things that I have done wrong. Um, and I've learned so much. And because of that, I try to treat people you know, how I want to be treated. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think when you really do this walk with God and you really are honest and, you know, forgiving, I think that's when he really does all the works in your life. Mm -hmm. If you want to know how God really comes into your lives and does, if you want to know how God really comes into your life and does the work and brings you everything you need, you have to follow him. You have Mm -hmm. to be honest and kind. (laughs) What are you describing yourself? a good kid. You're a good kid. (laughs) You're just the best. The the thing about forgiveness is when you have unforgiveness in your heart, Mm -hmm. It is like a ripple effect of other negative things and right. spirits. Like when you have unforgiveness, you will start to have bitterness, resentment, anger, insecurity, 
anxiety, trust issues, like so many things come from unforgiveness and unforgiveness will like one thing that I really recommend to people to do is to sit in prayer and be like, Lord, show me the ways, show me the unforgiveness in my heart, show me where I haven't forgiven people, where I'm holding things against people. Because I know for me personally, I have a habit of turning away from sometimes what's really inside because I put a bandaid on it and I'm just like, I'm not going to deal with mm-hmm. it. And I asked Jesus, please, Lord, show me because the, I, I have these other things and I believe that unforgiveness is the root of it. So show me where the unforgiveness is, bring it to the forefront so I can deal with it and I can give it to you and get rid of it. Cause like there's things from childhood, like mm-hmm. childhood, high school, there's so many little things that you've held on to, and like that will seem like, of course they're not affecting me, but then they end up actually affecting you in your adult life Mm -hmm. so it's just like you gotta you gotta ask god to show you show you where the unforgiveness is and help him heal heal you from it you're really good with that forgiving just forgiving people and you're really good yeah you're really good at that you really a little do. too good sometimes. You really are a little too I will good at say, that. I'll say like, <laughs> you someone asked, someone asked me one time like, what do you think uh, your most like Jesus trait is? And I immediately, oh, forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah, me too. Um, and I don't say that to pat myself on the back because I I think it's somewhat of a skill to be able to hold a grudge. And I have I forgive you tattooed across my forehead. Like I can't stay mad at somebody to save my life. And I really think that it's being close to Jesus, resent, like, I just can't hold resentment. I don't care. Like, I I don't care at all. Same, same. If you sincerely apologize to me, it's done. It's right. Like, truly, I won't keep any wrongs. And you know, we're we're not perfect either. No one's perfect. And I, well, all right. (laughs) It's trying to be, but we're kidding. We're obviously not perfect. You guys tell us enough in the DMs. I'm clearly the spirit of Jezebel. I don't know. Well, I mean, Guys, we, uh, to wrap up repenting. Yeah, go ahead. Why would you grant forgiveness for someone who didn't ask for it? Yeah. So you can keep going. Mm. So you can keep going. Exactly. And it's also like if you forgive someone, you can forget. I, when I was younger, I thought to forgive meant that I had to be friends with the person. Like I thought it meant we had to be like cool. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't mean you forget. You don't, and you you're don't, not a doormat. You don't need to ever speak to them again. You forgive them in mm-hmm. your heart, and you mm-hmm. say, "I don't hold on to it. I understand that there have me, you know, there you have your own problems and you have your own stuff, and that's that's hurt people, hurt people, and I get it, and I understand, and I I pray for you, and I have compassion for you. I don't need to ever talk. My block list." is so solid like and I have nothing but love for those people you know what I mean and it, and it's definitely a walk and it take and it takes time there are days when I wake up so hurt yeah so but you just just ask Jesus just pray on it just keep giving it to because him every when day. you put it out there when you're like it's okay think about when we're in bitterness and we speak bad mm. and we're, like it feels gross yeah I feel sick when I do that but when I'm speaking goodness and I'm praying for that person Mm. you feel lighter you feel good you feel like you can let it go exactly yeah and just remember people are like you're gonna be betrayed by people for the rest of your life and that's facts you're going to have people aren't always gonna treat you well you're you're not you're always gonna be the villain in somebody's story like that and you just have to understand that everyone is operating from their own level of like emotional maturity, awareness and hurt. Like 
and you just, you truly, I know it's so lame, but like you have to pray for them. You have to have compassion. Let me tell you something about prayer and praying for other people. When you pray for people, when you're mad at them, I promise you it changes your heart and you won't be mad at them anymore. I do it all the time. If I'm having that like anger, like, or like something like I want to talk bad about someone or I hate them. If I start praying for them, it changes my heart. It does. And who cares what they do after that? All that they're not my problem. It does. I matter. Like I it matters how I feel right now. You know what I mean? It does. So do you want to answer some of the questions? Yeah. You did you write them down or did you Yeah, I have a, I have some of them. Um God, I love Jesus so much. I love him so much. So one of the questions that we got is, do I keep fighting for someone when they walked out on me? Guys, listen to me very closely. If somebody walks out on you, abandons you while you're down, while you're struggling, while you're fighting, you let them go. Mm -hmm. I know how hard it is, but if someone can has a capacity to really leave you and walk out on you when you're down, mm-hmm. you put your head up high, you put your shoulders back, and you let them go. And you know what you say in that moment? Through the hurt and through the rejection and through the pain, you say, thank you, Jesus, that they are out of my life. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And let me tell you something. You need to let go of the spirit of rejection. You have to understand, and I know everyone's heard this before, but I really want you to hear it right now. Rejection is God's redirection. Get rid of even the word rejection. I never feel rejected. I refuse to feel rejected because I know if anybody doesn't want me, if anyone walks out or if anyone does anything that makes me feel rejected, thank you, Jesus, that they acted that way and they're out. Yes, exactly. And that took me a long time to see that and realize that I did a lot of self-blame. And that's what we do a lot as women. We self-blame. What Mm -hmm. did I do? What could I have done more as a woman. No, Mm-mm. no, no. And hold your head up high. I, we've said it before. We'll say it again. The ultimate prayer is God. If they're not for me, get them out of my life. If people are, wa- if somebody walks away from you, just know that like Satan, like while the enemy has power, like he can't, he can't do anything to like break a, co- like he can't, he doesn't have power like that. If somebody, God will intervene and he will make things right and he will bring it back together if somebody walks out on you you let them go if god brings them back don't even hold on hope you say okay jesus i trust you and you let them go and if they happen to come back all right if they don't thank you god i know it's so much easier said than done but everybody under the sound of my voice i pray in the name of jesus that you have the maturity and the wisdom and the strength to let go of anyone who walks away from you or who doesn't treat you well and stop blaming yourself. Don't blame yourself. It's not your fault. It's never been your fault. And you're going to be fine. You're going to be more than fine. You're going to be better from it in Jesus name. Jesus name. I, I, I just want to tell this story quickly, if you don't mind. Um, I, I, I couldn't even see straight. I was dying. I was a dead person walking This is when I had first met Angie, and um, she looked at me, and this was very new onto our friendship, and she said, Arielle, can I just please put my hands on you and pray? I see things that I can't even tell you, but I just need to pray for you. She prayed for me, and what did you say? 
well, I prayed for you and I just feel like God showed me you and I didn't even know too much about your story. She didn't know anything about my story. And I was just, I prayed for you and I just saw, I had my eyes closed and I saw you as like this little girl with like chains around your hands, like in handcuffs and you were just like in bondage and I'm praying over you and I'm just speaking it out to you and you're like wailing almost. I'm literally like like I break this, the bondage, like who has done this to you? What is, what is, has got you in handcuffs? Like you are literally in bondage to whatever this is. Mm -hmm. It was so scary. Like it was really, it was one of the most intense things I've ever experienced. I was wailing. Like I felt like you had broke something and I remember how light I felt after, but yeah, I was in chains. God's portion for you is never to be mistreated by a man. It's never to be walked out on. It's never to be abandoned. We know what masculinity is, right? Yeah. We've talked about it. It's staying. It's being the man. It's being the 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 pillar of the house. They don't run. They don't like yeah, they, they don't <laughs> run. They don't do a lot of things that some people have done. And so like I hope you just like every other person listening could be like thank you Jesus. Yes. That you got him out. And what Angie said is so true and so and just please listen to her when she says that. The man of the house never walks out. So understand mm. that if someone does that to you, it's within themselves. Something is not right within themselves. They haven't faced themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And what you said before about you can't face anyone else if you haven't faced yourself. That's right. Good for you. Yeah. Um, what else? God places people with us for a reason. Some are a blessing. Others are a lesson. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, Ange? Oh, absolutely. I've had many lessons in my life and I've had many blessings. The lesson is the blessing. You know, it's that's why. And I've talked about it before. It's like the art of the art of relying on God's will for your life instead of your own feelings, because the truth is there are going to be many people who come through your life that will be a lesson and cannot stay forever Sometimes the lesson is beautiful. Sometimes it's painful. The sooner you understand this, the sooner I know when I was younger, I used to be somebody who held on to people so tightly mm-hmm. that there were, cl- what is it? There are, there are claw marks left in them after they're gone because I held on so tightly. I thought that like I, I grew up in a, like a family where so ride or die for each other. And that's how I was for other people. Like, but like, I really meant like, I'll die for you. Like we can't separate. The closer I get to God, I'm just like, not everybody's meant to be in my life Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And I just think that when you rely on God's will and his voice and what he wants for you instead of your own emotions Mm -hmm. on the situation is when you'll actually have peace about it. And let me tell you a story about before Jesus was went to the cross to be crucified. He was by himself and he went and he prayed and he prayed to the father and he said, father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, not as I will, but as you will. Mm-hmm. He literally said, God, if, if let this cup pass from me. If, if you're able, spare me the suffering that I'm about to endure. Yeah. Like we have to remember that while Jesus was fully God, he was also fully human. That's so he right. experienced everything we experienced. And I don't know if you know this, but it literally says right after in that passage that he was basically so anxious, he was sweating blood. Mm. I can't even believe what he went through. I know. But then he follows it up, let this cup pass for me. But he says, but nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. 
So he's saying, this is how I feel. These are my emotions and they're serious and they're real and they're valid. And he's bringing it to God, but then ends it with nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. will. So you can, you can have these feelings and you can have, and they're valid. Everything that you're feeling is valid and it's just but you have to understand that God knows better. He does. Oh, I love that so much. So he does. He knows better. Oh, I love that so much. That hit me too. I God, love you so much, God, that hit me Jesus. so hard. God knows better. That's why when you're in such a storm, just say that. Just remind yourself, God knows better than me. He would never put me in a position I am not supposed to be in. Exactly. And truly, it's a tale as old as time that every bad thing that happens to you, if you allow God, it will make you better. Jesus knew. He knew. Like, the reason he went to the cross was because he knew, even though this is how I'm feeling right now and it's going to be really bad and it's going to be really hard, I have a—God has a plan for me. I have to save all of humanity. You know what I mean? Like, my sons and my daughters, their salvation relies on what I do on the cross. So it doesn't matter what I'm feeling right now because there's a bigger purpose and everybody will be better because of it because of the pain that I'm going to endure and so you have to remember that you will be better for it that's the only way that God can make you like Jesus is by putting you through what Jesus went through and he was persecuted he was betrayed he was made fun of he was treated really 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 badly yes he yeah oh god I love that so much and I swear that hit me so hard it's so True. Um, Yeah. And, you know, it's going to hurt. There's nothing we can say that's going to take that hurt away. I just relate to this so much. I'm sorry as I'm talking. I I don't want to cry, but um, I just I relate to this so much. And I honestly I pray for anyone who is going through such heartbreak right now. I know there's nothing I can do to take that pain away from you. But just keep your eyes on him please let it hurt just keep talking to him build your personal relationship with him I am telling you I am a true testimony of my life has changed I mean I know I've talked about this in the last episode but I suffered so severely from pain and heartbreak and anxiety and um I truly feel that I am healed without any medication without with with Jesus, he, he truly healed me. And I was someone who I didn't think I was going to make it. Truly, I was so depressed. And I'm telling you, God will leave you in a space where you don't understand to create faith in your heart. Trust me when I tell you he's trying to build your faith. He's trying to build you. He's trying to take you to your destiny. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for sharing that. We're so lucky to have you on this podcast, by the way. We are so lucky to have you. I couldn't have handpicked a better person to be my partner. I love you so much. I love you so I'm much. I'm so proud of you. I couldn't be more proud of you. Jesus is so proud of you. I love you and so much. And you are much. single-handedly helping literally millions of people. You are helping No, you millions. are. You no, are. you are. <laughs> yeah, I really feel like, I always tell Angie this, but I really feel like she's one of his disciples. <laughs> we're, all, we're all his disciples. I just love you so much. And I love you. I just thank you so much because that's why... 
through everything that I went through, look at who he brought me. My sister. My life, like, my, my girl. sister. I love you so much. And and you know how you know why he brought me her? <laughs> We're not dating, by the way. <laughs> everything I wrote down that I wanted in a friend was her, by the way. <laughs> like Oh um, man. You know, I saw I saw a question in there earlier that said something like, how do you, um, you know, I went through, I somebody left me and I haven't been able to get better from it. I'm drinking mm-hmm. a lot and I'm using that to solve my problems. Like, how do I, how do, how do I move on? And I remember seeing that earlier and it just like hit me so hard and all I could hear, and I believe that it's from God, was whoever wrote that, I feel like God wants me to tell you that you have to face your problems. And I felt, I think, it on a personal level because I felt like whoever this person was does kind of what I do of not facing things. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to know that um, coming from a former, you know, um, somebody with alcohol problems, that you will never find peace at the bottom of the bottle, ever. Mm -hmm. And I've been there. I've tried. It doesn't work. God loves you so much, and he needs you to face what you've been going through head on. And I feel like you should also know that Jesus had to face the cross. And it was really hard for him, too. It was really, really hard. He felt all those human emotions. He did. And so just like you have to face your problems, Jesus had to face the cross. But the good news is that on the other side, there's resurrection. Hmm. And you will get out of this, and you will be better for it. I promise everything is going to be okay. In Jesus' name. You should almost be happy when someone persecutes you. It says in the Bible that God will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. And what that means is that anyone who's hurt you or done you wrong— God will heal you and bring you higher right in front of them. So not only did they not succeed at breaking you, but you came out better than before. How do I drop this mic? Can I? Oh, Our ghost. Guys, we love you so much. We didn't even get to literally. We had we didn't even. hundreds of questions. We have to do like a whole. Maybe we'll do a separate yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll do a Q&A. Um, or maybe do something on the Instagram. But yeah. We love you guys so much. We we're really gonna start, do. We're going to start reading from the Bible. Can I just say something? Seriously, thank you so much. I mean, you have no idea that how this means the world to us that you got like these messages that we're getting, how we're helping people. I really just want to thank you from the bottom of, of my heart. We are so thankful. You said it yesterday. You were like, I have waited so long yes. to do something that gave me purpose. I pray. I have been praying for two years now. God, please use me. Use me. I want a purpose, not modeling. I, I mean, whatever. That's not a purpose for me. I know I'm meant more for this. Please use me for every struggle and everything that I went through to help others, please. And I just feel so thankful that I'm, I get to tell my testimony and share my stories. And hopefully I'm, I'm helping you guys. So thank you. Amen. And I I will say for myself, this has been the biggest blessing of my entire life. And you know why? Because first of all, now coming on and speaking about Jesus, I study 
you know, I already read the Bible, but like I have to study before I come on here. I take it really seriously. It means the world to me. I want to come on here and actually be educational and actually bring people to Jesus. And so in the process of that, I have to study. I have to, for for what I'm doing, I know, I know. literally brings me closer to God. And it also, in a way, holds me to a higher standard, you know, because I, I, I have to, I have to move different. I have to act different. And it's just been the greatest blessing. So we're going to close this with saying, we love you guys. Forgive one another just as Jesus has forgiven us. Um, God bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he he shine his face upon you and give you peace. We love you. We love you so much. Stay with God. Stay close to Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. God bless. Give them. (laughs) Gigi, baby.